Hi, how are you? You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Parents can speak a language all of their own. Drop-off or double drop-off means something completely unique to us. It's the chaos of trying to get children ready for school or daycare, bundling them out of the house and forever running late. It's hardly ever hilarious, which is why comedian Fiona Harris is totally nailing it with her web series, The Drop-Off, now in its second season. Welcome to Feed, Play, Love, Fiona. Thank you very much for having me. So... The drop-off, it's interesting that we are talking about this now because my drop-off just then was <laughs> particularly horrendous because the battery went flat in my car. Mm-hmm. However, it was after I'd left my children there. Thank goodness. Yes. How much of this series is based on your own experiences at the school gate? Well, look, it, obviously a lot of writers draw from their own experiences <laughs> and we are no different. Um, my husband and I um, are very fortunate because we're part of a very awesome school community in Melbourne with our two kids. And as a result, we met this fabulous group of people and we all have a laugh together at drop-off and at functions. And um, so we wanted to reflect our experiences of the drop-off environment because a lot of times when you see TV shows or reading books, schools a lot of the time are represented as kind of nasty politics, people talking behind each other's backs. Um, And we just thought, well, that's not our experience. We actually have these great friends and we have fun together. So we wanted to reflect that. So it is based on our real experiences, but maybe a lot of stuff is exaggerate, let's just say. <laughs> well, what I do love about it, I I think there is, um, you know, there's that saying, misery loves company. It's not quite miserable, but um, that, that sense of being um, an adult in a children's area where yeah. the other adults, are they? The, We're like the kids. Yes, yes. Like are the teachers our peers yeah. or are they our? Yeah. And I guess it, it comes from that somewhat, Scott, who's in the show, who plays Dave, um, he said this recently, and I think it's spot on. He said, it's kind of like we never grow up either as adults. We're still trying to find our tribe, trying to fit in, feeling a bit uncool. Should we be cooler? Should we be hanging with them? <laughs> Do the teachers like us? So even though we're the adults, essentially, we're still kids. And that's what I think the show is is doing, is showing that, you know, even though you're an adult, you still have all the same insecurities and fears that you had when you were a kid in the playground. It's kind of, and Danny Katz, who's another friend of ours, also said recently, it's like little lunch for adults. <laughs> it is. And the other thing that I think you really um, hit the nail on the head with this series is with the teachers and your relationship with the teachers, it's kind of like... Oh, we're being a bit naughty. Yeah, like exactly. I always feel yeah. <laughs> like we're going to be caught. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah. sometimes you are doing stuff in the series where you could be caught we doing something absolutely, naughty. <laughs> we are very naughty. But you kind um, of play on that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, well, we still we like that kind of high status, low status thing going on with the parents and the teachers um, where we're still kind of, we feel like we're still kids who could get in trouble at any minute. Um, and in one episode in particular, The Heist, which is the first episode of the second series, we are being very naughty. And we had <laughs> so much fun with that because... We love it where there are it's high stakes where there are really none. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of that is that is primary school yeah, to a T. Exactly, high when there are none, and that's kind of the whole series 
in that we, you know, these are our highest, they're high stakes for us. And But really, no, <laughs> not actually <laughs> no, at not. all. The bake-off, it's not an issue. No. Like, just bring, bring something that's edible. Just bring anything. Someone no one really it. cares. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so have you ever been in a situation with teachers where you're trying to crack a joke and they do not laugh? Like you can't break them. Has that been, because you're funny, you're well, a comedian. Oh, am I? oh thanks. Yeah. Um, well, I try to be, but no, with teachers, with my experience with teachers, because I'm quite, my husband and I are quite involved in our kids' school. So we, I write the school play. I'm writing it at the moment for this year. So I write the school play. I direct the kids. Um, my husband writes the songs for the show. We run the fate, the entertainment right, for I'm the fate. I'm moving to Melbourne. This <laughs> sounds like an amazing school to be <laughs> Well, we, we love it. And our daughter's only got, you know, a year left there. So we, we're just living it up while we can. And we've been there for four six years now and we love it and we've got great friends but because we're so involved with the school the teachers are kind of our mates so but when I've been at other schools because my daughter actually went to school here she went to the Crown Street um, public school for a year in Sydney when we lived here yeah in Sydney and um, that's very different because I don't know anyone so when I'm in that situation where I don't know the teachers, I revert back to being a kid. I feel a bit nervous around them. And do they like me? And do they think I'm an annoying parent? And yes. So do they know I haven't that. done the homework. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or do they think I have done the homework, <laughs> uh, which is worse. So yeah, I've definitely had that experience of feeling a bit intimidated by the teachers as an adult. Uh, and I think the interesting thing about what you're talking about with this experience is that obviously you've had a great time being part of the primary school and I, and a lot of our parents will be just moving into this sphere. Their kids yes. will be at kindy. It's a brave new world yes. for them. There is something special about um, primary school, isn't there, as opposed to high school? Yeah, primary school is very special because you can be involved in the school um, you you can choose how much you want to be involved in the school. You you know, I'm definitely not someone who's there all the time and doing everything. We have our sp- particular niches that we worked on, which is all the entertainment stuff. But, yeah, for parents who are just about to enter that world, um, you know, you can make of it what – it's up to you what you make of it. If you want to get involved, you can – if you want to make friends, you can. Like we have got lifelong friends now. We have a character in the show played by Pia Miranda um, who plays a particularly horrible mum. <laughs> um, let's say she's a bit of a bully. Um, you don't want to be her. No. So maybe if you watch the drop-off, look to Pia Miranda for what not to do. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of up to you how involved you want to be and you make of it what you will. You don't want to be that parent. And I think um, I, di- I recently did a, a um, tips for parents starting school and things on there I said were like find your tribe, find people who, you know, don't try and be someone you're not. Be yourself. Find like-minded people. Don't ever brag about your kid. Don't ever tell everyone that your kid could read at one or, you know, that you're Thank pretty God, sure. I could never do that. <laughs> I'd be lying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think most people would be. Um, just, you know, no one likes a bragger. So mm. don't go in there boasting about your kid. That will never win you any friends. Um, just be yourself is kind of the best advice I would give anyone going into that And you world. do find your tribe. Like that's you the, do. the point. You, yeah. you might think, oh, no one here is like me, but you'll always You will, someone. absolutely. You might be the active wear brigade. You might be the party brigade. You might be the getting involved in every event at the school brigade. Whatever you, whatever your thing is, you will find your people. And you'll love it because it's a nice way to Yeah, it's a great community together. and that's what I love about our kids' school and being part of that community is it's it's actually a really – 
wonderful thing. It makes you feel good when you're doing stuff. Like when I'm writing the concert and I'm, you know, there watching them, I'm so proud. And it's just a really nice feeling to put something back it's into very your community. Satisfying, yeah, it? it is. So tell me about this series. It's a web series. Yep. You're a comedian. You work on TV. You've done lots of different things. What made you decide to put so much work and effort into a web series and how's that been? Well, my husband and I have both worked in the arts for a long time. So we're both actors. We're both writers. He's also, a um, he does a lot of big musicals. So he just finished doing the Carol King musical, Beautiful. Before that, he did Georgia Girl. He did Keating the musical. So we've always worked in the industry as actors and as writers as well. I write kids books called The Super Moopers. But when it comes to TV, it can be very tricky because you can spend, which we have, months and months writing something, doing treatments, pilots, the whole bit, and then nothing happens. And so we got to a point because you pitch it with networks and you just never know what will get picked up. And so we got to a point where we went, let's just write something and actually make it ourselves. And that's the beauty of the internet is that now you can do that. So that we, still takes time and money though, right? It does, but our pilot, we funded ourselves for basically nothing. Everyone did it for free. Christy Wheel and Brown, Scott Edgar, us and our director pretty much all did it for nuts. And then we put that out there and it got such a great response that then we had people come to us. So that's kind of, if anyone out there wants to make stuff, you can these days. And if it's good and if people can relate to it and respond to it, then you know, you've got a better chance of, of making more, I guess. And where does it sit on the web if people want to watch it? If you want to watch the drop-off. So season one we made uh, a year and a half ago and they're only very short. They're only three to five minutes. And then season two is a bit longer. They're eight to 12 minutes. And they're all on our Facebook page. So it's at the moment, it's just living on Facebook. And your um, Facebook is called The Drop-Off? The Drop-Off Show. The Drop-Off Show. Um, so okay. if you just type in The Drop-Off Show in Facebook, it'll come up. And all the episodes are on there as well as bloopers, trailers, little <laughs> snippets. We've got some interviews that we did with Christian O'Connell, the radio broadcast DJ person, um, interviewing Pia Miranda and Christy and myself and Mike on the bench. Um, so there's a whole bunch of footage on there, which you can spend hours. Um, <laughs> but if you just wanted to watch the episodes, you could watch all of them in an hour. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Well, no, well, just, you know, don't binge too much. No. no let just, it, you know. Tease it out exactly. over the school term. Yeah. <laughs> so season two is out now. Does that mean the whole season is uploaded at once or do you yep, drop them all, at different no, times? No, the first series we dropped every few days. And this season, because we have a really awesome, loyal community on Facebook. We've got three and a half thousand followers who just love the show. We just gave them all oh, the episodes because they I were, love that. they've been gagging for them because <laughs> they knew we filmed it, you know, mid last year. Yeah. Or yeah, September last year. So they've just been waiting and where is it? When is it coming? We're, we can't wait any longer. I love so that. We just Can you thought, talk to a few podcast makers as well? Just say, look, just let it just let it all out at yes. once. Yes. Well, these days with, you know, binging, mm. people don't like to wait. I know. So we gave the people what they wanted. I admire that, but I still feel guilty that I'm, I'd like to binge. Yeah, well, a lot of people are watching it over and over, which is nice. They binged it. They kind of got their fix when it came out, and now they're going back and re-watching and re-watching, and so that's very nice. I think you must make people feel better about the whole experience. What? With what? Drop off. Oh, yeah. Like they're watching it, and they're going, oh, okay. Well, at least we're not like them. That's <laughs> what they're thinking. Worse. Yeah, Could be worse. See, there you go. Watch the show. You will feel better about yourselves. <laughs> That's what we aim to do yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Fiona, thank you so much for coming thank in. Thank you for having me.
That was actor, writer and director Fiona Harris. If you'd like to watch The Drop-Off, you'll find all the links that Fiona mentioned there in the description of this episode. Plus, you can find Fiona online at her website, fionaharris.com. One of the most important jobs we have as parents is to help our children express their emotions in a healthy way. Connie Boglas had a tragic loss in her life and was inspired to write a book for kids about their feelings. I think for me, um, it was part of my grief um, and my healing um, and it felt right to combine the two as my memory of Jesse and to share with others. That's on the next episode of Feed, Play, Love. This podcast is produced by Lise Cooper. I'm Siobhan Hunt. I hope you'll join me for the next episode of Feed, Play, Love.